0: Has anybody ever told you you can't do something or that's not going to work or if you do this, it's going to end up this way or told you expect this, that, and the other to happen? Um, Most of us have heard one of those statements at some point in our lives about some scenario, whether it be on a personal level, relationship level, um, professional level. And I wasn't even going to do a podcast today, but as I was finishing up my morning meditation and reflection, something came to me to talk about. Um, You know, I'm going to give the biggest example I have of this. I am recently divorced. Um, However, um, as difficult as the marriage got, I was not in a rush to up and divorce, even though I was pretty certain that's what was going to happen. I had a lot of people question how long I waited and kind of um, just um, didn't rush and just waited things out. And the reason why I waited things out was because I wanted to give God a chance to work in me. I wanted to keep my heart open to the possibilities within my marriage. And I just wanted God to work in my heart and take me in the direction that was gonna be best. So to me, um, the pain and the discomfort of waiting and not rushing um, to divorce, even though I, I knew in my heart the pain was worth it. Because, you know, everybody has regrets about things in their lives. It's hard to live a life without regret, but this is one thing I did not want any regrets about. Um, I did not want to regret that I made that decision. I did not want to regret that you know um, our kids um, went through that. I, I didn't want to regret this decision. Um, this was one decision I didn't want to regret. So I was willing to sit as long as I needed to um, in order to know when to take the next step and the next step and the next step. And I allowed God to show me. Um, it wasn't something I decided for myself. Things would happen. And um, and that would show me, this is time for the next step. And God would tell me, like, when something, certain things would happen, he would lay it on my heart, it's time to take the next step in this. It's time to take the next step in this. So, um, <clears throat> but I had people tell me that, you know, um, how it was gonna be between me and Reggie, that's my ex-husband, that it was gonna be negative, and to expect this and that. And in my heart, I knew that um, me and my ex-husband had a great friendship before we got married. I knew that we had the potential to save a beautiful friendship if we did not wait too long and devour each other. Um, I knew that there was something that could be saved and everything didn't have to go down in the fire. And in my heart, I committed to saving that I committed to saving the friendship. Um, That's another reason why I, I was patient, um, because I just really had faith and, and felt like God would want to do a good work in that area. And um, But everybody is still... There's people that still tell me they're still waiting for the other shoe to drop, that my story is going to go a certain way. And my story is unfolding in a beautiful way, my divorce story. Um, you know... Um, My ex is one of my best friends, and I pray he remains one of my best friends. Um, We, our relationship, our friendship, everything is getting better since the divorce. And um, it is just a lot healthier. And I just want to encourage you to not let other people write your story, whether it be on a professional level, whether it be on a personal level, whether it be um, in your relationship um my divorce is not going the way people said it was going to go um because i believed god for something better and i believe that something better is happening um i i i see my kids they're thriving and they see something in me and their dad that is just that is making them happy and they talk to me about it so i know that is something really good happening um in our family and it looks different but it's just not like people said it was going to happen and i chose not to believe what people tell me and even when i share with people friends what's going on they're still waiting for the other shoe to drop they're still waiting for my story to go like their story went or to go like they thought it was going to go but it's just not happening you know um it's just not going that way and um You know, and I think, you know, when you realize something in your life that's worth fighting for, um, and you make a commitment to fight for it, um, God and all the Earth's and Heaven's resources will join with you for that to happen. Uh, In saying that, I want to just quickly move over to other areas of life. So that's just a huge example I wanted to put out there that your story does not have to be like everybody else's story. You can write your own story, your own story as an entrepreneur, your own story in marriage, your own story in divorce, whatever, wherever you're at in your life. Don't let somebody else write your story or be the author of your story. Um, you and God author together. You know, um, it actually says in the Bible that Christ is the, He is the author and the finisher of our faith. You know, so, um, so you and God have a work to do together, um, in your life, and you have something that you need to believe for, and, you know, you have your work to do on that end of it, and put action with your faith, and God has his work to do, that he will do, because he's faithful to do the work, so, um, on another note, professionally, I've believed some lies about my professional life. That I can't do things, that I have to do things a certain way. And it's not necessarily because somebody told me. Uh, a lot of this is because of what I told myself I couldn't do. And I'm just beginning to recognize that. And I'm changing my story on a professional level as an entrepreneur, as well as um, a teacher in the workforce, as well as, you know, being in the workforce. Um, and I'm realizing that. Sometimes we look at other people in the same field that we're at or in the same position that we're in, and we limit ourselves based on their limitations, based on how they do a job or how they do a role or what we see in their lives. And that's something else that we have got to stop doing. Um, You can find your own way of doing things um, that will align with your life's purpose, your life's goals, Um, And it can be very different than what that role looks like in another person's life. And I'm doing this podcast as I'm making some career decisions right now in my life. And I need to make sure that I'm not making those career decisions based on limiting beliefs. Um, Limiting beliefs are when you believe you place limits on yourself. Because you've told yourself that you can't do this because of x, y, and z. Um, and you have to really look at those explanations that you give yourself and really make a determination on how accurate those are. Like where did you get those explanations from? You know, um, and, and sometimes you know, it could be some circumstances where, It's a fact that you have a certain circumstance in your life that can stop you from doing something. Um, But maybe it's just stop you from doing it a certain way, not necessarily stop you from doing that thing. It's just um, you have to be able to look at it from different directions. There was um, a saying. The owner of a very successful company that I work for used to have a saying. And what was the saying? Um... It's more than one way to skin a cat or something like that. But basically he was very good and, and that's what made him a good business owner, um, a successful developer in Virginia, a builder developer in Virginia. He would always tell me there's more than one way to skin a cat and he would always do this thing where his hands, where he was always turning. He would do this thing with his hands when he'd illustrated, where he was turning it was like he was turning a ball. On every angle, like he was turning something, every angle, like it's it's um, and he would always say, "There's more than one way to skin a cat." So, I mean, he drilled that into me. There was another saying um, that he used to say, um, what was the acronym for? Kiss, K I S S, kiss, and he would always say this to me he would say and KISS stands for keep it simple stupid and that was the acronym he would say the two things he would say to me most when he'd ask me to do something it's more than one way to skin a cat and keep it simple stupid like he would say remember the KISS acronym and you know he was in his 70s and like I said he was a very successful builder developer in the area of Virginia then he went on to start a company called Asset Management um, in Noakesville as well as you know and his kids are in real estate and you know just a very successful family so that's one of the things that stuck with me that he taught me i mean there were things he would ask me to do when i worked for that company i was dealing with mayors senators people on all levels um, of authority um, in different municipalities meaning different cities all over the united states i was dealing with financial people accountants i mean everybody and sometimes he would ask me to get stuff to obtain things and i had no idea because i was basically auditing them and he would ask me to obtain things that they had no reason to give me access to and he wouldn't tell me how to do it he would just say there's more than one way to skin a cat and he would just expect me to figure out how to do it you know and um i learned something from him so I guess I just want to let that resonate with you. And the point that I want to drive home today is do not let anybody else write your story in any area of your life. I don't care how much experience they have. You have something in your heart in a way that something could go. It's not a guarantee, but you have something in your heart on a way that something could go. What do you have to lose by focusing your energy and everything on Something going the way that you want it to go. What do you have to lose? Because honestly, I'd rather fail believing and visualizing and going in the direction of something that I want than fail at having not even put any energy into it and just given up before I started. Okay? It's just, if it, if it doesn't work out, it's a much better way. Um to fail in believing to fail in faith which is really not a fail at all because either way you're going to benefit from doing it that way then just believing what everybody else says is not possible or the way your circumstances are going to be or has to be um, I guess I want to leave you with that um, you and God author your story and I just hope you have a blessed week and thank you for listening. Uh, this is a broadcast from Women in Two out of Virginia. Bye-bye.